This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. What talkative, adorable, mischievous short-leggers do 9 million people have in common? That would be Hammy and Olivia, the Welsh corgi duo that has crushed it on social media. Hammy and Olivia get into all sorts of hilarious situations, from opening a petting zoo to directing an army of monkeys to limit their snacks. It goes on and on, I'm telling you. I found myself laughing out loud scrolling through their Instagram account. So coming off of a recent media tour for the launch of their new book included stops at E, Access Hollywood, KTLA, and they crushed it there too. So I was very excited to have them come on the show so you can meet them as well. I'm Jody Teich, and you're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. The corgi duo at the center of all this attention and their very funny dad, Chrissy Quale, they're going to tell you what it's really like to be social media stars, what a typical day in the life of Hammy and Olivia is like, and a whole lot more. So we've got a lot to cover. Let's take a short break from our sponsor, get that done so you can meet them. So grab that favorite beverage, get comfortable, and we'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Teich, your host. Tammy, Olivia, and their dad, Chrissy Quale, have taken social media by storm with their very funny antics. They're a feel-good break from a stressful world, which we all could use right now. So I'm really, really pleased to have them with us today to make you smile, too. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Jody! Thanks so much for having me. And then I actually have Hammy and Olivia here as well, if they can say hi. Is that yeah. okay? Can we get a hi from those pups? Yeah. Hey, Hammy, can you woof? Can you woof? Woof. Hammy, woof. <laughs> Olivia, can you woof? <laughs> Good job, guys. Oh, how cute is that? Hi, guys. How you doing today, Hammy and Olivia? They're not. Oh my gosh. Me. I know they talk on on their, you know, like on your feed, but they're not going to answer me today. That'll make me fall <laughs> off my chair. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny, Jody, because we started all of this during the midst of a pandemic. So we were already just confined to our house and going crazy. So like my fiance, Sarah, and I would look at each other and I think we actually convinced ourselves at first that our dogs could talk to us before we did it <laughs> on our social media platforms. So I confuse myself all the time when they just end up barking back. 
Absolutely. And, you know, when you're like alone for so long, you know, confined for so long, you're desperate for any kind of conversation and interaction you can have. So I totally get it. I was the same way with my animals. Oh my gosh. Cabin fever is a real thing. It's like, and I think it's a real thing for the dogs too. It is. And you know, what's so tricky about that, Jody is like, we're here in Las Vegas and the pandemic started. I mean, I know no one wants to relive that. So like, I'm so sorry to all of your <laughs> listeners, but imagine like three years ago, March, late March comes around and then we get the double whammy because in Vegas, it's so hot. It gets so hot. And for six months, I can't even bring them outside. So we know what it's like as desert dog people to just really have <laughs> cabin fever with your pets every single year because it's it, it becomes really crazy when you can't leave. Totally. Now, did you get Hammy and Olivia together? Are they like litter mates or something? They're not. So we ended up getting Olivia first. I actually fell on the sword as a boyfriend at the time when Sarah said, hey, my friend just had a litter of corgi puppies. Do you want to go check them out? And I should have <laughs> known <laughs> at that time that there was no chance I wasn't going to end up coming home with a dog that day. Uh, but we ended up getting Olivia here locally in Las Vegas. So she is our little desert flower. And for the first couple years of having her, she actually had to live on the third story of an apartment complex. So she had to learn like peeing on a little turf patch out on the balcony and, and things along those lines. And then we didn't get her hammy until two years later. And hammy came to us all the way from North Carolina. So talk about complete opposite sides of the spectrum. So far from litter mates, but you know, at this point they are attached at the hip and as true as siblings could be. I see that in the videos. How old are they? So Olivia is eight. She will turn nine on December 21st and Hammy is six and he will turn seven on December 23rd. So their birthdays are only 48 hours apart, which Actually, every single year really confuses our followers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now they are incredible together. They both seem a little bit curious about the powers of Theodore, the cat. Yes. Who is, by the way, a beautiful cat as well. How does Theodore factor in here to this family? So he is really sort of taking control of the home, Jody. I, I'm, I've never been a cat person. I grew up with bulldogs for 20 years. So they all started with the letter B, right? So I had Brando, Bentley, Babe, Bocephus, Bosley. The list goes on. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And Hammy and Olivia are my first non-low maintenance dogs. So that was a learning experience in itself when your dog doesn't sleep for 21 hours a day like a bulldog does and you know <laughs> protests going on walks like these dogs need a lot of stimulation so that was a learning experience for me and i thought at that time nothing could trump that until i got a cat <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's just been this whole new phenomena for me to learn cat energy and Theodore got weaved right into the middle of this tornado, and he has definitely asserted himself as sort of the prince of the kingdom. And it's really cute to sort of watch the corgis just, you know, be submissive to Theodore's antics and let him sort of patrol the home the way he needs to. And yeah, he's sort of taken on this role of like, 
being our British intelligent agent here in uh, Hammy and Olivia headquarters. And I, I think everyone's received it pretty well. He is hilarious. I love the video where it says when your friend is short or something like that. Yes. And he goes up on the counter and he gets something for the dogs that they can't reach. And oh they gosh. watch him like do this whole process in awe. And it's like the most hilarious thing ever. And he's just, you know, it's what I do. Yeah, Jody, it's so funny. We never trained him to do that. This was completely really? autonomous, completely autonomous on Theodore's part. And he would see Hammy bark for treats. And we think this is Theodore's way of getting the dogs to shut up. <laughs> and... I, I, oh, it's the goodness. funniest thing. If if people haven't seen the video, you have to see it. Um, it's it's super organic. Theodore will run up to the counter. He will grab a treat from the treat pouch and he will drop it on the ground for <laughs> Hammy to eat. And Hammy has now sort of just he sits in the kitchen and he will now wait and expect Theodore to come deliver him treats like he's like a cat DoorDash. It's the funniest thing ever. It's a routine. They've got a routine. Yes, it's like a silent communication they have. And it's really hilarious when it happens because we'll be in the living room and we'll just hear something drop on the floor. And we don't even turn our heads anymore. We just assume it's Theodore giving treats to Hammy. And it's the cutest relationship that they've developed because Hammy's so treat motivated. And so he loves Theodore because Theodore knows the easiest way to his heart, which is his belly. So it's so cute. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. You've got to check out their social media, guys, Hammy and Olivia. So this begs the question, because the videos are organic, but yet any pet parent knows that for these dogs to follow a storyline, I mean, are they trained to do this or do you create your storylines around what they're just doing? Yes. So it is, I mean, in any given day, we have to sort of bob and weave with the animal's energy, right? Like they tell yeah. you never work with animals or kids. And we didn't go into it thinking we were creating this and this was going to end up being what it ends up being, Jody. We just wanted to make funny videos with our dogs. And now 800 videos later and headlining QVC's Pet Palooza, it's like everything has just become so crazy. So we are you know, we'll script things and sometimes they like to take things off script and we have to adjust it a little bit. But yeah, they're pretty good in terms of, you know, following our lead and listening to our commands and the cutest thing in the world, Jody, as any dog lover knows or, or any pet parent really is that all they want to do is please us. And it's such a cute thing when they see that they've nailed a certain shot and they get a treat and they get excited. They love doing this. So it's our fun way of, you know, having that emotional bond with our animals. We just bring it to life in video. Absolutely. Did you have to teach them certain new commands to accommodate what they were now doing, their new jobs? Yes. So they, I mean, video 800 is a lot different than video one. So <laughs> it's, yeah, I it's, bet. A, it, it's so routine for them now, but Hammy's trick arsenal is pretty top notch, you know, and what we've been able to sort of pile on top of his foundational, you know, trick arsenal has been really cool. So right now he's actually currently working on 
uh, cleaning up the living room. So if there's toys around, he'll he'll clean everything up and put toys away back in the basket instead of sort of emptying the basket to want to play. So, you know, and what's really cool about that is we'll probably develop a skit around having to clean the house before mom gets home. So there's all sorts of ways that we tie in the tricks and it's they don't see it as anything other than just getting an awesome snack for a job well done. So it's really sweet. And because of what you all do together, you both of you, you and your fiance probably think about new tricks to teach them that, you know, so that they can do more. And it's wonderful for their brains. They love to have jobs. I don't know if you ever saw the video on YouTube of this girl with her Jack Russell and all of the things that she taught him to do throughout a day, clean the house, do the laundry, all sorts of chores around the house to help her. And he was amazing. This is several years ago now. They are smart and they want to have a job. So this is perfect. It actually works out really well for their brain development. We are constantly in awe of some of the things we'll see on the internet, Jody. I joke all the time because people will always reach out to me and they'll say, well, how did he do that? How do you get your dog to do that? And the one thing I'm very upfront about is I am no professional dog trainer. I'm just a redhead with a cell phone. And <laughs> I just love videoing my animals and I just, you know, anyone that sort of enjoys my own weird sort of sense of humor, then you're going to enjoy Hammy and Olivia, which is really great. But that's, that's, you know, I see dogs that'll do yoga with their owners. Oh yeah, I see, I see that too. I see these agility dogs. I see um, dog trainers that have tricks that I couldn't imagine in a million years how they even get the mouse to that cheese to get that done. But I, we just we just really enjoy their personalities. They have these big personalities. It just comes through on our videos very organically. We love cooking with them. We spend all day together and we've now started making our own healthy dog friendly snacks for them to be able to reward them. So it's all sort of become this self-sustaining thing within our home that's become a real fun, well-oiled machine that we just do on a daily basis. I love it. So and we're going to talk absolutely about your new book um, after the break. But what is the most outrageous video that you ever did with them? Is oh there one that gosh. comes to mind? There actually is. And we shot it yesterday. Can I tell you about it? <laughs> tell us. I love it. We get the sneak peek. Yeah. So we're going to post it tomorrow. I don't know when this will go live, Jody. I'm sorry, but today or whatever it is. But the the video is going to go live. We reached out to the Las Vegas Chippendales and we said, look, we have a really funny idea. If we can bend your ear for five minutes, we would love to have a conversation of how we can get your show in front of our viewers. And they reached back out with total enthusiasm and said, let's do it. And we brought them down to the Rio Resort um, yesterday. And Hammy and Olivia spent three hours with the Las Vegas Chippendales. And they carried Olivia out on a throne and they made a special Chippendale collar for Hammy. He was part of the show. It is the most outrageous thing I have ever seen. And I am like almost equally afraid to post it as I am excited. <laughs> oh, no, people are going to get such a kick out of it. Such a kick out of it. The Chippendales are very, you know, they're not like they're family friendly in a way. Right. So <laughs> I don't know about that, Jody. <laughs> 
Well, at least more on that level than some other things that we might see out there. I think it's going to be adorable. I cannot wait to see it. So what is the most complicated video that you shot with them and why? Yeah. So our audience loves anytime Olivia drives a car. That has become a real big piece of her personality. She'll get angry. She's sort of our modern day Cher Horowitz, if anyone's a Clueless fan out there. You know, she'll get angry at anything that goes out in the home and she'll grab the car key and she'll drive the car away. And these shots have now evolved into it looking very realistic that Olivia is driving our SUV around town. And getting some of these shots, Jody, is very difficult because for us, the big wow factor and what makes this so fun is to actually convey that it realistically looks like Olivia is driving this car. So those are always the most complicated shots, especially if we're going to be on actual roads. So anytime I get them out of the home oh and into God. the biggest elements, yeah, that, that becomes very difficult. Seriously. Wow. That is ambitious. Very ambitious. <laughs> yeah. I've got to take a look at those driving videos some more because now I'll have a, a real appreciation for them even more. So I've seen Hammy and Olivia get dressed up in some of the videos. Do they like getting dressed up? And are there any pet fashion companies that they're involved with? This is a pet fashion show as well as a fun show for pet parents. But we all love fashion and style here. So tell us. Yes. So, oh my gosh, Olivia has over 300 outfits, Jody. What? And over 300 outfits. And, and, and this has taken over three years to get to. So we didn't go out and go on like a Rodeo Drive shopping spree one day. <laughs> but But she, we had to convert the spare bedroom in our home to being Olivia's closet room. That is probably, if anyone were to ask me the craziest dog dad moment I've had, it's doing that and going to the container store to get complete custom cabinetry for it, which is ridiculous now that I think about it. But we Hey, this is this is every girl's dream, okay? You know, I think Sarah is actually living vicariously through Olivia and that's why <laughs> it's gotten to this point. But it's so wild, Jody, and we started by just getting things from PetSmart and, you know, if there were cute things we would see in in pet boutique shops, we would pick things up. And then we started realizing that this is going to be a daily thing for us. And Olivia's outfits, you know, no girl can wear the same thing twice, right? Or be seen in wearing the same thing twice. So not if you're being seen. Absolutely not. Right. So <laughs> we started realizing quickly that Olivia was going to scale beyond what could be offered her in the pet world. So we started cheating. And we went to Target and Walmart and big box retailers and realized very quickly she is a three-year-old toddler girl. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Oh, my God. How do you make it work with her body? Yeah, it just fits her pretty well. And we'll do a little hair tie under her belly so that she doesn't trip over her skirts, her long skirts. I think that's something that, you know, with those little short corgi legs, she can have a problem with sometimes. Right. But we learned also Hammy is a five-year-old toddler boy. So, so long as you're just doing kids clothes shoppings, you can buy clothes for a medium-sized dog. We figured out the hack. But the funny piece too to this, Jody, is we realized that it's cheaper to buy toddler clothes than it is dog clothes. They mark up dog clothes substantially. Yeah. So it's a wild little thing that we sort of backed into there. Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. And they make such cute clothes for kids, you know, like 
I think broader range than they make for dogs. So that's great that you discovered that. So do each of them have a fashion style that they like? So they really like all of it, um, mainly because they know when we go into their closet room that it's going to start sort of the 90 minute to two hour day for them where they're shooting and getting treats. So in their minds, they're thinking, oh, yes, I can start, you know, doing enrichment and get rewarded for it. So that sort of starts the clock for them. So they really love anytime we walk in there and they'll hear everyone knows the sound of sort of sliding hangers across the, the pole. When they hear that, they come running in really excited to get dressed. So, you know, I think the only asterisk to that is if we're doing something that requires a lot of movement, I might ask Sarah to pick out something that's a little more form fitting to Olivia versus a real flowy dress because we don't want her to trip. But Hammy's really funny. He has his T-shirts and his button downs and he likes both. Love it. Love it. So we are going to pause for a short break from our sponsor, but don't go away. When we return, we're going to learn about a family recipe book from Hammy and Olivia that's just been released and find out what they have coming up. So refresh that beverage, get cozy, and we'll be right back. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back. If you've just joined, you're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Teich, your host. We're talking together with social media stars Hammy and Olivia's dad, Chris Esquale. So Chris, you have a new book out with the pups. And you recently returned from a trip to L.A. for press. What was it like taking the dogs on E, on Access, like where all the big stars go? And tell us a bit about this book. Oh, my gosh, Jody! This was first off, this book is a labor of love. We were in the middle of quarantining and we decided that we wanted to start making really nice whole treats for Hammy and Olivia that we we could make ourselves and There are little sous chefs. Anytime I'm in the kitchen cooking, I love cooking. I cook every night. I'm no chef, but I like cooking. And they hang around and they're waiting for any morsel to sort of fall. And I got tired of asking our smart devices if what they're eating is heath to ingest. And so we did the legwork. We actually pulled together a board of certified veterinarians to vet over, I think, 200 ingredients that we have in this cookbook. It's 176 pages. It's over 25 awesome dog-friendly charcuterie boards that we have to call Barcuterie. And it's just turned into something that is now so easy for any pet parent to really take off the shelf, make a quick snack, make a fun spread if they're going to have somebody come over or if they're going to do a holiday or get together. We just didn't want dogs to have to be behind doggy gates for gatherings. We wanted them to be included in the noshing. So this book has been so fun. And yes, 
We did a 24-hour stint in Los Angeles that it still feels like a dream. I continue to ask Sarah to pinch me. It was so wild to do. And it's it's so funny because to our audience, they think this is so Hammy and Olivia. Like for Olivia to be walking the Hollywood Walk of Fame and to be getting fed dog-friendly donuts from Mario Lopez on Access Daily. And for it's just so wild to think that we've now gotten to this point and like hosting Pet Palooza on QVC Plus is just like the pinnacle of it all for us. And it's just been absolutely incredible. We actually hope everybody can download the QVC Plus app and watch this because we made really amazing content for it. And it's something you don't want to miss. How can they do that? Just normally like you download any app? Yeah. So if you have an Android or an iPhone, you just go into your respective app store and just download the QVC Plus app. And they have a lot of they have a really amazing content library, Jody. I actually had to go in there firsthand to sort of see it for myself. And Petpalooza is an hour-long special. You can watch it. I learned so much from it because you can build a garden for your dog that has all sorts of really awesome dog-friendly things that they can graze through. You learn like traveling tips, grooming tips. It's really all-encompassing if you're just like a zany pet parent and treat your pets like they're your kids, which we obviously do. So I I got so much from it. Yeah, I got so much from it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it too. Is there any behind-the-scenes takeaway that you can give us from doing these shows that you did on your press run in L.A.? Yes. Um, yeah. You know, new environments are, are strange for dogs and they're very anxiety inducing. And when my pets are anxious, I'm anxious. Like it just, it's a two way street like that. And when I'm anxious, they get anxious. They feel that from us. So, so the idea of going on live television when we never leave our 1900 square foot home, Jody, is just like such a weird crash course to have to just jump right into. I love giving them a calming chew. And the reason I know some people are they're for it, they're against it, and and everybody can have their respective opinions about it. But it is a completely natural thing to give them. It has some melatonin in it. I give it to them on 4th of July and New Year's Eve as well, because they do not take well to fireworks. And this was just another opportunity for us to just, you know, give them a certain level of chill to get them through really hectic lights, camera action. It, it all has to come together. You can't mess up live television. So no. they did they did mess up one, but it turned what out happened? to be pretty <laughs> it turned out to be pretty cute. Um we did we did the morning wrap on CBS and the host Kalina was so sweet and you know had Olivia on her lap and Olivia just decided, no, I'm just gonna walk off set. And then Hammy was like, oh, where's my sister going? So then Hammy decided to walk <laughs> off set. So then they turn all the cameras to the behind, you know, the, the area that you're not supposed to see on TV just to follow the dogs walking around and, you know, going over to craft services and barking at the producers. And it, it turned into this hilarious bit. But of course, nothing productive got done because the dogs went rogue. But um, <laughs> but that's dogs. That's the charm of dogs, right? It is. It is. And it's probably the one moment where my face just turned as red as my hair. And that's oh, no. just 
it was so embarrassing but at the same time it was like looking back on it now it's probably one of the funniest moments we've ever had as a family so i'm proud of it <laughs> and i think charming you know people love to see behind the scenes and people love dogs most people love dogs so seeing them just do their own thing and go do what they did backstage was probably a lot of fun for the audience oh yeah they yeah. anytime these two can break character everyone loves it <laughs> So what are their plans for the summer? Any swimming? Do corgis even swim? Boating? Lazing? Window shopping at the local boutiques? What's happening for Hammy and Olivia this summer? Yeah. So the good news is Vegas, it's Vegas is hot, but you know, it's a city that was sort of built to be indoors. So that works out in our favor. But we're big swimmers. We love having our baby pools out in the backyard. There is a theory out there that corgi butts float. And they, in <laughs> fact, do. They do. We tested this last year. So obviously, we get them out into the pool to cool off. They love doing that. We always put together really awesome food spreads for them. So our book is actually great for that, too, Jody. We have Fourth of July spreads, Cinco de Mayo spreads. We have all sorts of things to get them through the summer if anyone wants to go check it out. But we we're we're an outdoor family so when it gets hot we just you know we like water um we like driving off to utah to go explore zion do some really cool hikes anytime we can beat the heat it works out for us lovely it sounds great um so what's on the horizon for them as business moguls oh my gosh we're i mean honestly it's hard for us to come down from everything that we've do we're doing so far headlining pet palooza i turned on our television today jody i have a roku device mm -hmm. and we're right there for people to be able to click and to watch it right it's it's insane Amazing. to even think about it, it which is crazy like you turn on your television and you see your pet's faces in conjunction with qvc which like everyone knows qvc so this is the craziest experience for us right now so we're still sort of riding that and you know i think for now just uh, we're just enjoying it we never know what tomorrow holds so we're always sort of living in the now and i think just you know so long as they're happy and they're enjoying this every day then things will naturally sort of you know find us and i, I think that's what we're enjoying I love that. I think that sounds like a really great way to live. Our time is up. I'm sorry to say I've had so much fun talking with you, Chris. It's been really enlightening, fun, learning a little bit about what life is like behind the scenes for a duo that's made such incredible strides on social. So thanks for sharing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me, Jody. This was such a treat. Anytime I can talk to a human and not a dog, it's like a <laughs> giant break in my day. So thank you. <laughs> it is my pleasure. And everybody I'm sure will enjoy it too. Thank you all for listening. And thanks to our producer, Mark Winter, who makes the sound so good. We love you for that, Mark. My passion is living stylishly, animal rescue, and health. So tune in next time to discover the designers, home decor, and rescue stories I love. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.